Hello, and welcome to Deep Dive from the Japan Times. I'm Sean McKenna. It's that time of year when media outlets reflect on and rank their biggest stories. And without a doubt, one contender for the biggest story of 2022 is the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who was shot and killed in Nara on July 8th. What unfolded after his death has wound up becoming another big story a scandal involving the highly influential Unification Church that has ensnared several of current Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's cabinet ministers and other members of the ruling Liberal Democratic Party. Today I'll talk to Japan Times News Chief Kanako Takahara about what is going on with the church, where the alleged assassin is now, and what Kishida is trying to do to save his job. Kanako Takahara, thanks for coming back to Deep Dive. Thanks for having me. Kanako, indulge me in this setup for a second. Last week, the publisher Jiu Kokuminsha released its list of top Japanese buzzwords for the year. And these are the words that pop up a lot in conversation and in the media and so on. The winner was Murakami sama, the nickname fans have given baseball player Munetaka Murakami,、mm-hmm. which is a portmanteau of his name and Kami sama, the word for God. Among the top 10 words of the year, though, was Shukyo Nisei. Can you explain to us what that means? So, Shukyo Nisei literally means religion second generation.、Mm-hmm. So, they are children of parents who are devout followers of a religious group. So, that means the child is born into that religion from the start and hasn't made a conscious decision to join. Right, okay. So, the most notorious example of Shukyo Nisei this year was Tetsuya Yamagami, who was arrested in July for the murder of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. We'll talk about him a little more in a bit, but since the assassination, though, we've started hearing more stories about Shukyo Nisei and what they've been through. And from what I've read, they're pretty heartbreaking. So, the Japan Times runs translated. Stories from various local news outlets, and there was one from the Chugoku Shimbun that described the first person account of poverty, for instance, mental abuse、mm-hmm. and discrimination. For instance, if the parents have been making donations on a regular basis, that means the household or the family doesn't have a lot of money, and that leads to poverty for that household and the child. Would not have a lot of money, or they've been、uh, bullied because of the poverty, for、mm. instance. And a lot of people went through a traumatized experience because of that. For instance, when they grow up, they do part time jobs. And even if they get that income from that part time jobs, they're forced to provide that for donations for that religious group,、mm. and they are constantly in poverty. Yeah. And that kind of case has made headlines. Over the course of the few months after the assassination.、Um, I want to point out that a lot of these stories have centered around the Unification Church, which is now formally known as the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification and has denied any wrongdoing.、Um, some people overseas might know its members as the Moonies from its founder, Sun Myung Moon. But the term Shukyo Nisei doesn't strictly refer to this organization. Is that correct? That's correct. It can be applied to any religious organization. 
But it became known, like in the buzzwords, because of this uh, Unification Church incident. Right. Okay. Yeah. Some of the most striking testimonies are coming from the children who were born into Unification Church families. One of the ones I found extremely moving was that of a woman who is being referred to as Sayori Ogawa, which is a pseudonym. Mm -hmm. Uh, She spoke to the Foreign Correspondence Club of Japan in October about her experience growing up as a child of the church. From early on, I was told to attend worship services, to read doctrination uh, books, uh, told that I was not allowed to engage in romantic relationships and I will fall into damnation uh, to hell, go to hell if I infringe, violated any of those rules. Yes, that was very controversial during the press conference. Her parents, who are still devoted followers of the Unification Church, uh, sent a fax through the organization saying that her daughter is mentally unstable mm-hmm. and that what she's saying is a lie. So the Foreign Correspondence Club of Japan received that fax during the press conference and she was reading it or she was seeing it during press conference and it was really obvious that she was very upset about that. So that was when she was talking about the poverty during her childhood and that her part-time job income has been forced to give it to the organization as a donation. So... I think that a lot of the reporters who were there or listening in felt that it was the organization's effort to try to to discredit her. Yeah, it was really hard to watch. I even caught myself tearing up a bit as Ogawa was trying to maintain her composure listening to these accusations from her parents. How was the Japanese public reacting to stories like these? I think... A lot of people knew about the Unification Church from decades ago, Mm -hmm. but the traumatized experience about the second generation Shukyo Nisei, a lot of that was new to the people. So there are a lot of sympathy towards the Shukyo Nisei who didn't have a lot of choice in growing up and going another way, for instance. This is where things get a bit tricky, because while the stories of these children have evoked sympathy and tears from the public, the most famous one among them might be 42-year-old Tetsuya Yamagami, the man who shot Shinzo Abe. We're tracking some major breaking news out of Japan. The assassination of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. He was shot twice while delivering a campaign speech. Kaneko, who is Tetsuya Yamagami? So... Tetsuya Yamagami is the person who shot Shinzo Abe during the election campaigning for the July upper house election. And that was very shocking. There were, you know, videos of him shooting Abe while there was a crowd of people listening. So Abe was giving a speech for one of these candidates for the election. Right. Was he, or was it his own? No, he was backing a certain candidate in Nara. And he was stomping for that candidate. Okay, and it's very common for Japanese politicians to go out in public, maybe in front of a train station, to give these kinds of speeches. Right, correct. And he was doing just that. Okay, do you remember where you were when you heard about Abe being shot? I was working remotely from home, Uh doing editing, I think. And then we heard this breaking news from NHK. And then we were like, what? 
were yeah. scrambling to do a breaking news story, and that was it was nonstop from there. You know, updating the story until the print deadline and over. Right. And、uh, we were scrambling what's really happening. And Shinzo Abe was rushed to the hospital. Is he? Is he all right? Is he dead? Is what's the status? And we're hearing a lot of lawmakers、uh, rushing to the hospital as well. And、uh, the the wife Akie also rushed to the hospital.、Mm. And then in the evening he was pronounced dead.、Mm. And it was really shocking that this actually could happen in Japan. So even though there's video of Yamagami committing this act, we still should be saying allegedly just because the trial hasn't occurred yet. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Okay. So why did Yamagami allegedly go after Abe? So according to investigation, Yamagami had a grudge against the Unification Church,、mm. and his mother was a devout follower, or still is. Okay. And that he went through poverty. Because of the donation that the the mother did for the Unification Church, allegedly, according to the uncle, his mother offered 100 million yen in donation to the Unification Church, and that's why the family was in financial ruins. Right, and just a note for listeners: 100 million yen is around 720,000 dollars U.S. dollars. Yeah, correct. And so he had a grudge against the Unification Church because that totally ruined his family's life、mm. and his life as well. So he first initially wanted to go after the Unification Church itself, but because it's based in South Korea, he couldn't really travel there because of the pandemic.、Right. And so he looked up and saw that Abe has a strong connection with the Unification Church, and he attacked Abe because of his ties. With the Unification Church, right? So Abe gave a speech to the church at one point. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And his grandfather, former Prime Minister Nobusuke Kishi, is believed to have helped the South Korean Church kind of get a foothold here. Yes, that's right. So there has been a generation of ties between Abe's family and the Unification Church, and seeing that Yamagami thought that he should target Abe, and it sounds. A little bit crazy, but、uh, that's what his motive was, according to the investigators. Okay, where is Yamagami now? He is currently detained at an Osaka detention center, and he's currently under psychological evaluation for the police to figure out or the prosecutors to figure out if he was really sane when he committed the crime. Okay, and originally his evaluation was to be concluded by the end of November. Uh huh. But it seems now it's going to be concluded January tenth. That's correct. When is he likely to go on trial? That's an open question. I think <laughs>、uh, there could be a trial maybe late next year. Okay. But currently, he's still under investigation,、mm. and investigators would want to make sure that they have a solid case before going to the trial. Right. Okay. What struck me about the assassination is, and correct me if I'm wrong, people seem to move on from it much quicker than I expected. Like, sure, there was the state funeral for Abe that brought it back into the spotlight, but it doesn't feel like it's a lingering issue in the public consciousness. Well, that's probably because there was a video of the Abe's assassination,、mm-hmm. and that、uh, it was clear that he shot Abe. 
And uh, according to the investigation, uh, his motive was also seemed to be clear. Right. So there's no uh, vagueness of why the crime has happened. Right. And so I feel like there has been a lot of sympathy toward Yamagami when his you know, childhood hmm. was revealed. Uh, the investigations show that he had a very traumatized experience. Allegedly, he tried to commit suicide hmm. because of his, you know, history. So a lot of the public has been sympathizing towards it, although what he allegedly did was wrong. I think the anger or any emotions involved were simply transferred to the issues involving the Unification Church. In October of last year, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida became Japan's 100th Prime Minister, and he's been victorious in two different elections. At one point, he had an approval rating of more than 60%. But after the Abe assassination, his approval rating started to nosedive. Why is that? So Kishida's ratings have been affected by a lot of things. First, that could be inflation because mm -hmm. of the war on Ukraine. And so people were angry about the state funeral for Abe and how the money was used and how the decision-making process of that. But a large portion was because of his handling of the Unification Church problems and uh, the ties that the Unification Church had with LDP, mm. the ruling Liberal Democratic Party. And the public seems to think that Kishida hasn't done enough to investigate the ties between the church and the LDP. Right. So actually, Kishida decided to handle this internally. Is that correct? So they had a survey of the politicians, LDP politicians, in September. Right. What were the results of that survey? So the immediate results show that 179 members out of 379 have some kind of dealings with the church. Wow. That's almost half. When you say dealings, though, what do you mean by that? So a lot of, like, dealings or ties were about politicians giving out speeches in gatherings or getting interviews from publications from the Unification Church or affiliated organizations. So basically, a lot of them were superficial, so it's not mm. like deep ties. But in some cases, there were politicians who have received election campaigning support. Kind of in the form of like volunteers. Volunteers. They right. would help volunteering with the, uh, the election campaigning. Sure. Like, for instance, like calling for support to voters or handing out like leaflets during gatherings, that kind of thing. Okay. But that's not all. After the survey came out, the opposition and Japanese media discovered that some politicians in Kishida's cabinet have links to the Unification Church but they were never revealed. Hmm. This includes Daisuke Yamagiwa, who was uh, the economic revitalization minister, and he actually met with the church's founder's widow right. in 2018, but he wasn't upfront about that. He didn't really come out and say he met her because he claimed that he wasn't certain about the facts. Mm. Those kind of revelations have hurt Kishida's approval rating even more. So just to be clear here, has Fumio Kishida been shown to have any dealings with the church himself? He hasn't, no. 
okay, but he seems to be taking the brunt of this public disapproval. Right. So it's his cabinet members or LDP politicians who've been criticized for this, Mm -hmm. but he's the party leader and he's the prime minister of his cabinet, right? The string of cabinet departures are being called as resignation dominoes, which can further pile pressure on the Japanese prime minister. A poll conducted over the weekend before the third cabinet resignation found that only 30.5% of respondents approved of Kishida. So what is his government doing about that now? Let's unravel this kind of slew of actions that have happened in the past two months regarding the church and religious outfits more broadly. So they wanted to provide relief or support to the victims of the religious organization. Mm -hmm. First, this week, the government hopes to pass a bill that will ban the use of fear to solicit donations. Okay, can you give us an example of what that tactic might look like? So, for example, if the religious organization tells the follower evil spirits are preventing a disease from being cured if they don't offer donations. I keep hearing the term spiritual sales with regard to this. Is that the same thing? That's for purchasing items. Okay. For instance, like vase. If you buy this particular item, uh-huh. it'll cure you or evil spirits will go away. Mm. And they are offered in a very excessively high price, like millions of yen. So consumer-related bill, the revision of it is about a contract because it's purchased. It's a contract between the buyer and the seller. Uh So that could be covered in an existing bill. It could just be revised because there's a certain framework for that. But uh, there is no law pertaining to donations. That's Mm. a really very separate thing. So they need to come up with a new set of bill just for restricting donations. Okay, so this bill is being debated right now, and the government's legislative session ends on Saturday, December 10th. I know Kishida wants to get it passed this week. What else is in the bill? Well, organizations need to make it clear who is requesting the donation and what the money is used for. Mm -hmm. If an organization doesn't comply with the bill... Its members could be faced with a 1 million yen fine. That's almost $7,500. Or face a year in prison. Donors can cancel their donations, and the bill sets out timelines for this. But the spouses and children can also apply for partial refunds of the donations made. Okay, so on that last point, Uh so for example, Sayuri Ogawa, who we mentioned earlier... Uh, she could maybe apply to get some of the money back of the funding that was used by her parents right. to donate. That's correct, okay. yes. Okay. What is the bill lacking? Again, the procedure isn't done yet, but opposition parties wanted the bill to include a ban under donations made by individuals under what is called mind control. Okay, mind control in this context is different from what maybe we think of in English, is that correct? Right. So mind control in English, you would probably think of like sci-fi movies. Yeah. Some villain kind of hypnotizing a bunch of people. (laughs) But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about psychological manipulation. Okay. So that's what is up for debate since the ruling parties think it is difficult for a third party to determine what is going on in someone's head. Uh But for the opposition... Not including this will mean that many people will continue to be victims of coercion. There are two other investigations going on into the Unification Church. Can you explain those to us? 
So the education ministry is looking at whether there's been possible wrongdoings by the organization that's damaging to the public welfare. And this is the first time that the education ministry has uh, conducted this investigation on a group. So it's really epic-making in a way. Right. What might be the result of this? So if the education ministry sees there's some kind of a wrongdoing, they could request the court to take the case and Mm -hmm. see if it needs to be stripped of the religious corporation status. So that's a status for religious corporations that could benefit from tax exemption. So that's big, in a sense, for their uh, profits. But also, it would damage the reputation as a religious organization. So that's really going to be damaging for the group. So what is the other probe that's going on? So the other probe, which is more at the initial stage, Mm -hmm. concerns possible adoptions that have occurred among the church's members. So some members adopting other members' children. Mm. The church has denied this has happened, saying these were private arrangements among members. Okay, so this wasn't a systemic thing organized by the church. That's what they're saying. Right. A system of adoption or the exchange of money would be against the Japanese laws. Such an organization has to register with the government before engaging in such practices. Okay, so there's a less than perfect bill that Kishida is trying to get passed in this parliamentary session. Two ministries have launched probes into the church, one of which is on adoption practices. Will these actions satisfy the public enough to get the government's approval ratings up? It's still hard to say at this point. So does Kishida need to get past this if he's going to get any of his other priorities through? So after the July upper house election, Kishida was believed to have the three golden ears of not having a national level election Mm. and work on his pet policies, like the new capitalism. Mm. But because of the unification church problem, he's using up his political capital and his support rate is tanking. So if his support rate continues on like this, we don't know if he will be able to survive next year. So in April next year, there are a bunch of local elections to be held. And in May, G7 summit will be held in Hiroshima, which is his hometown. Mm. So if things don't improve by then, there may be voices internally within the LDP to replace him. Gotcha. Kanako Takahara, thanks for coming back to Deep Dive. Thanks, John. My thanks again to Kanako Takahara for joining us on today's show. The story is ongoing, but since recording my chat with her, I'll add that this morning the opposition agreed to put Kishida's donations bill to a vote in the lower house. That means it's pretty certain to pass before the end of the current diet session, which would be a win for Kishida. However, the opposition party still maintain the bill does not go far enough in helping victims. Meanwhile, A Kyoto News survey found that at least 334 out of 2,570 prefectural assembly members in Japan have had dealings with the Unification Church or its affiliates, with 80% of those belonging to the ruling LDP. The implication there is that the influence of the religious group is also widespread among regional politicians. Elsewhere in the Japan Times, sports reporter and resident soccer expert Dan Orlowitz does a post-mortem on Japan's inspiring World Cup performance. The tournament is set to wrap up next week. Let's hope Nadeshiko Japan fares better when the FIFA Women's World Cup is held in Australia and New Zealand in July 2023. Dave Cortez was responsible for production on today's episode, and our theme music comes courtesy of 4L. 
The outgoing track was produced by Oscar Boyd. Until next week, Potsukare-sama. Potsukare-sama.